Yo, what's good? Counter Currents, episode 12, host P.D. Steele reporting for duty. And Elena Torres right here in the building, in the dressing room. And today we have a very special guest, Nicole Walkow. Is it Walkow or Volkov? I've uh, been walk- well, that would be cooler, Volkov. Yeah. That. And that's Walko. Okay. I know a lot of Germans, you know, like Max Weber and stuff would have like the W, but then yeah. it's like a trick thing. And I want to be culturally competent. I actually had a religious studies class people. in college when they were like going through the roll call. The professor was like, Nicole Volkov. He's oh, like, did wow. I pronounce that right? And I'm like, uh, I feel like such a dumbass being like, it's actually Nicole Walco. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, didn't really sound. That's, that's mm. how we Nicole say it. Nicole Volkov. Where I'm from. And you're from Erie, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. correct? And now you do comedy Erie. here. Yep, I don't live there anymore. How uh, long has it been without it? Without what? Erie. Uh, I don't know. I went to Penn State, and I didn't live there since, I guess. So, like, after high school, I guess. Okay. Yeah, there's been a little bit of Erie on the Netflix recently. Yeah, yeah you know, I just watched that. I went to visit my family, like, a week ago or so, and I hadn't. Wa- I didn't want to watch it. Cause I, don't, I don't like that kind of stuff. It, like, freaks me out. Yeah. But that show, are we allowed to... Talk yeah, about yeah, that. yeah, yeah. For those of course, who that don't know, we're talking about Evil Genius on Netflix. And I hate that thing that bothered show. me is that they were referred to as geniuses. It could be called Evil Idiots, and it yeah. would read the same. Like these people yeah. were not geniuses. That's what I thought too. I watched it, and I was like, these people don't yeah. seem that smart. They just kind of seem like a bunch of deadbeats. They're just who got mentally ill. Yeah. Like the, and the one was like narcissistic and spoiled, and they're both like hoarders at a yeah. level where. It was insanity. There's like, can you swear on this? Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. There's like dog shit all over in like their apartments. <laughs> like, what a fucking genius! Like, yeah. that's not a genius would probably figure out how to like hire someone to do something or I don't know. Yeah, and she a, was just crazy. Yeah. I didn't feel like she was charismatic at all when she talked. Like, no, she talked, no, not at all. She was manipulative. Mentally ill. And she she's seemed like someone towards yeah. other people that are mentally ill, but yeah. I don't right. anybody. That's right. their head on straight can tell. That she would just wear people there. down until yeah. she'd get what she wanted. Because mm-hmm. they like, didn't want to deal with the crazy lady anymore. Yeah. So. Sure. So how many people out in Erie are like um, Mary, what's her name, uh, Deal Armstrong? What? That's Marjorie. like saying that. Marjorie. Yeah. I have no. You think I would know? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you're, you have see. the best knowledge of anybody in Washington, no, D.C. it's like anything. It's like a small city, so there's different areas of it. But, I mean, there's like weird idiots. I will say the thing that makes Erie probably scarier is that there's like a lot of white people and usually white people are like the sick psychos mm-hmm. for sure. you know so any town that has more of that you're gonna probably have like more yeah. like pedophilia and like, i don't yeah. know if that's actually true but no paul mooney used to talk scary. about that how there needed to be more black judges because he said you know if a white guy like double murders his parents says mm-hmm. i got like multiple personalities a black person will just say like well pick one because someone going to jail yeah. right, <laughs> I like that. right. Yeah. well i mean look at all the school shooters I That's mean, the true. Profiles almost always the same. Yep. So Erie's just breeding those. All right. So now that we've got white guilt covered um, <laughs> on this segment, I, I, it is the fourth largest city. I looked it up in yeah. Pennsylvania, behind Allentown, yeah. Pittsburgh, and uh, Philly. Right. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, I went there and visited the peninsula. There's a beach there that's really nice and. I actually like it up there, but I wouldn't live there. It's really uh, the weather there is like, like almost like Seattle. It's just like mm-hmm. gray, dreary, and rainy, which I love. Yeah, but I loved it because I was like majorly depressed, uh-huh. like, and I think that it right. was more like for unhealthy reasons. Dude, I have that <laughs> same yeah, thing. Yeah, like, like oh, this is the best weather. I can yeah. just like listen to Radiohead in my room and like 
think about drowning. Yo, I fucking, like, when it starts raining at home, like, I get kind of, like, happy for yeah. a second because it's like, oh, yeah, I have an excuse to not leave the house Yeah, now. it's isolation yeah, right, weather. Right. Yeah. Okay. I feel like even last week I was just, like, super tired. And, like, we'd just done, like, all these podcasts, and I was like, I really hope it just rains on Monday. Yeah. So it's, like, an excuse for me to, like, oh, do I'm just going to do nothing and watch TV instead of work all day. It didn't happen. Yeah. It's no. the worst, though. Like, when you, I mean, we've talked about, like, actual clinical depression mm-hmm. to have that, too, which a lot of comedians and a lot of people have. But the worst is when you're in, like, a really bad episode of that, and it's super sunny and beautiful yeah. out and you're, like, in your apartment. It just feels so awful. It's like it needs to just be gray and rainy and cold. Right, and right. Well, even when I do have those episodes and it gets really sunny and I do go outside, I still have to do, like, a nature walk, something that's more isolative to kind of, like, wean into it Where before do you take I go. Where these nature walks? Oh, there's a lot of great places oh, in actually, D.C. Yeah. I mean, the the towpath's one of my favorites along the, Pato- oh. the C&O Canal oh, yeah. and the Potomac, and that's... That goes a long ways too. I that's like a hundred some way, miles. Like, from the thing that goes like Georgetown through Georgetown. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That thing that's in three. One time I was going for a walk there, and I looked down and I saw this thing that looked like it was like a moving like brain or something, and it was a pile of baby snakes. <gasps> yeah, like in like a little Stop. nest. Yeah, I haven't walked there since. Oh my yeah. god, decided so not scary. to do that. Yeah, Whoa, I'm freaked. Like, that's yeah. exactly too. what I like to see when I'm walking. <laughs> no. I fucking don't. I hate snakes. Snakes are one of my biggest fears. It goes back to second grade. Actually, we had like a white supremacist neighbor in my apartment. (laughs) And uh, yeah, no, no, not not that snake. Um, (laughs) It's like, oh, PD, I don't know if I'm ready for this. (laughs) But yeah, there was a guy that lived in the apartment on the third floor across from us back when my parents were still together and everything. (laughs) Yeah, and he was like a weight trainer guy, like a local valleys and all this shit he had a crew cut and everything and he had a couple of these fucking pythons that lived in his house there's gotta be something wrong with you if you have a snake we yeah, built yeah. houses to not have to, to not have to deal with, with snakes yeah. right, i agree right. i feel the same about christmas trees yeah. and it's fucking stupid <laughs> you know we used to cut lumber to build cabins to get out of the elements and now people are risking fucking house fires or whatever to celebrate a dead guy like come on feel that way about flowers too no i love flowers i think yeah. flowers just are large trees yeah. yeah or just putting them in your house yeah that is kind of weird and i guess when you think about it it is a pretty strange <laughs> tradition it does smell nice though but back to the pythons okay yeah Yeah. so that's funny you said he was a like a bodybuilder weightlifter yeah he was like like a trainer he was giant this fucking guy does he have a mullet in my mind no mullet mullet. no he was like a clean cut crew cut this is like the late 80s you guys are missing out on my python joke about his muscles oh shit i'm over here all by myself um so no that's cool so one of his pythons got through a hole in the wall mm-hmm. and wrapped around the pipes in the you know building plumbing and then got to another hole. I don't know why there were all these <gasps> holes in all the, you know, woodwork you lived in and this shit. Building? I lived in this building. Oh my god. So it got into our silverware drawer. <gasps> yeah, and a so python? yeah, a python. So my mom is like You're going. The only person has a legitimate reason that I know to like not like snakes. Mine's just like they're gross and sneaky. I'm yeah, this is like there was one in our python. like. Drawer. Yeah, everybody else like <laughs> blames it on evolution yeah. or some bullshit. Come on, like uh, this one came through. My mom opens the door about the you know cook up dinner or whatever just sees this fucking green <gasps> black thing she's like wow oh my god the door shut calls me Did tells me to it? turn off my video game and like uh, i saw it 
after the fact. Oh so God. first she calls this postman like, look, jerk off. You know, we didn't know you had pythons before, but if we're pointing to anybody else <laughs> in this building, it's right. like python, eh, you <laughs> know, and he copped to it right away. And then they called oh. animal control and then they removed him and, you know, the fucking neighbor, he came in and he had like a big broomstick and he let it kind of like wrap around the broomstick oh and then God. animal control took him away and everything. That's awful. Yeah. Like, you I think about the like, people. How do you not try? I mean, I guess it's a python, so you can't, like, how do you kill it? I feel like I'd want to just, like, kill it, but I mean, how do you do I mean, it's a, it's a python yeah. in your silverware drawer. What are you going to do? Like, yeah, I guess you call That's you, an you, extreme you example animal of, like, yeah. living in a building with other people, but even, like, people have, like, filthy people like those hoarders mm-hmm. and that pizza yeah, whatever totally. thing if they live near you can have like cockroaches and bed bugs and of stuff course. that'll come over mm-hmm. actually i've heard about that in new york city where they'll have like a snake maybe this is like a myth but like a snake will come up through like a toilet or something like yeah that, that happens yeah. Yeah. yeah i've heard about that That's nate johnson i think is a bit about that how he used to be afraid even though he's like a girly shit, man like a snake coming up well he likes toilet. to piss with the seat down <laughs> because he thinks he's like a girly oh, man or whatever yeah. But then he says that, like, you know, he was afraid of a snake actually coming up. And then and I think it happened to his to brother. Or, your, I don't remember. Down. That makes no Nate sense. Will have to, Nate, if you're out there listening, I know you're not, but eventually you're going to get to this episode. <laughs> I want is. you to clarify for this on a call-in or something. Yeah, because yeah. really you would think that he would, like, shit standing up. Yeah. Because yeah. of the if fear. You're, yeah, if yeah. you're extra scared, you want to be the furthest right. away. Yeah, shit and standing <laughs> up is kind of, it's an interesting it's like image. Like if you have to like shit in the woods, like you don't have I heard people, to so I've gone in the bathroom at my place of employment and there's work boots like on the, like prints on the seat. I'm like, what the fuck are these what? people doing? Is it like some kind of weird sex thing going on in here or something? And apparently like people will like squat. Like on top of the, oh, like toilet. Stand on the toilet, yeah, and shit, yeah. Do you have like a movable wow. ceiling panel like that? Are you sure they're not just like stashing a knife or something yeah, like yeah. up top or like... cocaine or something like that? That's, I never really thought about All that. Right, check it out I'll next time. And instead, they're like, "Oh, we'll get Nicole. We'll tell yeah. her that we're squatting." No, I think they're squatting and <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, I think you're right. I one time I went to my old local watering hole and somebody taking a dump in the urinal. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the closest thing to like a standing <laughs> shit. Ew, that's so <laughs> Unless they squatted and just like took it out with their hand and then plopped it down or something. That's so gross. Yeah. That's great. I remember hearing that in my high school, somebody wrote their name and shit on the wall in like the bathroom. Yeah. Like and then got in trouble. Well, I did that when I was a boy, when I was like three. Write someone else's name. I didn't write any names. I didn't learn to write yet, but I definitely finger painted shit all over the fucking wall when I was like two or three. And my mom was. I did that on a lot of cocaine. Oh, you did that yeah. on a lot of cocaine? No, I didn't, but I know someone <laughs> oh. did. Oh, oh, okay. Ew. Yeah, I hadn't Ew. tried cocaine yet. Um, <laughs> But I, I, my dad thought it was hilarious and started snapping pictures. My oh mom my was God. furious because oh she ended up cleaning it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, my that's God. Fine. That's yeah, so there was gross. A girl, there was a girl in college who was one of my really good friend's roommates. She got really blown out one night and started writing stuff in her own shit on the walls and everybody called her Poopy Ann. What did she write? <laughs> Poopy Ann. I don't, you know That'd what? be really interesting know. to read. I don't yeah. know. But she was just it's like, like she, a I children's she book. Yeah. So high. <laughs> That'd be a great stuff. children's yeah. book. Actually. Poopy Ann. Poopy Ann. <laughs> <laughs> actually did my joke earlier about like pooping or I say that my boyfriend found out that I poop what does he expect when I'm squatting over his chest? <laughs> and he didn't do it. He had like a weird sort of response. That's so gross. <laughs> That's so gross. Like I understand a lot of like the older I get, and like, I mean like 
do your weird sex thing. Like, I don't uh, really yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. But the shitting thing, just the smell yeah. and the yeah. mess yeah. alone. And, like, the texture. Yeah, it might be, like, a self-hatred so thing. Like, take a dump on me. I'm a piece of shit. You know, some kind yeah. of. Oh, yeah, coprophilia. What is that? That's love of shit. That's the technical oh. scientific so you term. You recovered from that. You had it when you were three. No, I then. stumbled upon this term. I took a sexuality class <laughs> oh, that'd be uh, interesting. when I was a freshman. Yeah, by the leading sex expert in the country, this guy John Delometer at the University of Wisconsin. Yeah. And it didn't look like he got laid very much, yeah, but was he was an expert on the subject. Yeah. Insofar as research, I mean, he did a lot of stuff did for like Bill like Clinton and everything. Yeah, was, not really? not whatsoever. He was mm-hmm. like an older guy that didn't look like he'd ever had it in him. He was married to the person who did the book with him mm-hmm. and everything. But okay. he, this guy was strictly business. Mm-hmm. You know, he just had TAs. He would delegate, you know, discussion and papers and shit to. And all he would do was like fill out the scantrons and give lectures. What was the most interesting thing you learned? <sighs> I mean... I don't know that there's just one interesting thing. I think what I learned is that there's so many different things that you yeah. don't even consider. Shit like, you know, you can get attracted to somebody because you were standing too close to a goddamn cliff and you're freaked out and then you see them coming and then it's a misattribution of arousal. I thought yeah. that was really interesting. Oh, I've heard of that, really actually. So instead, of, you know, just because it's safety. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think... Like you're being, falling, you're being sucked in a quicksand with, like, a boner. Yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, it, it's made me a more... <laughs> I bet that actually... <laughs> ...compassionate person, because if I see, like, an ugly guy with, like, a beautiful woman get down the street, I don't, like, think she's automatically a gold digger, necessarily. Oh, she yeah. She just, like... You know, oh, there's love. Been though. afraid. Well, yeah. Some. Well, I think a lot of gold digging in and of itself is that it's just girls looking for a safe situation. I think they just want to get off birth control. Right, right. Just be comfortable. Okay. <laughs> All right. Makes you crazy. That's what. That's what. So they're like, if behind. I can get off the pill, this guy's rich enough. It'll right. work out fine. Actually, I remember months. getting into a textual argument with a girl I was boinking one time, and <laughs> boinking. She... That sounds like you were jumping on trampolines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wasn't that big yet. Um. Laughter we dated, she kind of, you know, ballooned a little bit, but... Uh, her feelings. At that, yeah, at that time, whatever. But but I remember she got really furious with me. She sent me this like screed of awful texts about mm-hmm. what a piece of shit I was and everything. And then when I just kind of was like, all right, time to you know pick up my jacks and go home. I'm done having this fucking conversation. She texts like 40 minutes later, like I'm sorry, I don't mean to be such a bitch. It's just I started a new birth control and it's there got is some me. There's some truth to that. And that's what, what a some? couple girls I told to yeah. said that at the time were like well actually she may have a point because that does happen yeah, because I, I was took, like what a really fuck plan, have you ever take plan b they make it yeah. sound so innocuous oh, like oh you just take B's. plan b and then Ooh. you're not pregnant it's like yeah i also was like lying on the floor in the shower sobbing like wishing i was dead because it was making me so hormonal and like i really had a rough time with yeah, that yeah that and then fucked up really my period nauseous. for months really yeah and yeah, i looked see, online a lot of people have that kind of reaction to it i mean i'm not surprised at the yeah. ton of hormones that you yeah. put in your body so quickly and like when i took that i was just like really nauseous but it was like it took me so long to find a birth control that yeah. i didn't turn into that like i, I got an IED. One birth control i always want to call it an ied what's the thing that blows stuff up Oh, IED, the intermittent explosive yeah, device. Yeah, I have one of those IED. in my <laughs> Versus an IUD. <laughs> Just waiting. I tried moment. that, too. I, did, like, I went through so much stuff, and finally I'm on a progesterone-only birth control, that works which that you. works. But, like, 
It is really hard. One birth control I took three weeks in, I was just like, I remember in my living room in Mexico City just sobbing on the floor, screaming, crying. And I just was like, why am I sad? I'm not even sure. It's like everything and nothing all at once. Stopped taking the pill like three days later. I was totally fine. Yeah, and everyone's body is different because I took a progesterone cream one time. My mom told me to try that because I got really bad PMS. Uh-huh. And I was it made me so full of, like, rage. I oh, was, like, yeah. the Hulk. Like, I wanted to just, like, I don't know. I was freaking out. I, I mean, I handled it by, like, crying hysterically. That's what most a lot of us do whenever yeah. we're going to But I know violent, that hormonal rage. I know exactly. Like, yeah. You just see red and So anyway, so that girl. Yeah. So we're. Oh. we're so then you didn't listen to her and she went out and got yeah. fat. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I, I know. I, I, I was a bigger piece of shit then. This no, was many hard, years though. ago. No, it's hard though. If I was a, a guy. Because a lot of times too, were you in your 20s? Yes. Because you don't. Women still. I don't even know what's. We don't know what's going on with our bodies. Right. So you are you think that you're actually. Maybe you are just like mentally ill. Well, mm-hmm. it feels yeah. really real yeah. when you're going through these things taking this stuff like it feels like you you, you don't know yeah like, oh this is a fake feeling like right. you feel that certain things are just triggering you way more than they would but it takes some hindsight and like these little moments of clarity you're like oh maybe it's yeah amazingly enough i learned too that like even postmenopausal women get fucking phantom period pains and i was oh, like really? jesus no. god's well, the biggest cool. misogynist i've ever to. heard of yeah. you know yeah yeah Wow. And from a guy's perspective, it's also, like, hard to imagine that, I think, which is why, like, you know, suddenly one week out of the month that we turn into crazy people, yeah. it just seems like, how can that be a real thing? I feel like it's hard to identify with if it hasn't happened to you. Yeah. Oh, I know it. I mean, it's, you know, if you have had sexual relationships long enough, you know it's fucking real. Yeah. 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 But you can kind of work with it. It's tough with comedy, too. Like, we oh, I talked yeah. to Elaine about that a lot, because... I'll have these, like, it's really, it's, I hate to make the podcast about this, but when a, when you're on your, your period, like, you just don't feel like moving or doing anything, and yeah. you can be, like, weepy, and then you gotta go up there and do, like, your little song and dance, Ugh. and that shit's tough. Oh, it's awful. I and you, like, have, have this, like, dead behind the eyes, like, sort of, like, yeah, look, yeah. and you can't connect with anyone, because yeah. you're supposed to be, like... I don't know, off in the woods somewhere with your other women saying they're bleeding into the dirt yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, you're supposed to, like, shove a, like, a piece of, like, a bunch of cotton Ooh, in your pussy shit. and then they'll, like, put on a fucking happy face. I know, I know. My, my sets are always so low energy. Yeah. And just, they're just bad, like, the, those first couple of days. And, and it always, like, takes me a couple times. Yeah. I sometimes are really important shows yeah. on those days. Have you ever purposely postponed, like, an audition or some shit? Yes. I'll be Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, All we right. talked about this. Yeah. Like even shows. Like we'll try. If you have a choice, I'll try and maybe not to do a show that week. But sometimes yeah. I just do it anyway. Cause you have to like push through. I mean, other people. That's been a big lesson for me though in comedy is like learning how to show up even when I'm like really depressed or even when I'm totally. having like some kind of a meltdown to yep. like have the meltdown and then show up anyway. Because that's the only way that you can, like, learn how to... It's like training myself how to do that. That's what I tell myself. people that are famous and successful, I mean, they have these, like, tour dates. They gotta... That'd be really hard. Yeah. Like, they can have, like, going through a divorce or, like, I don't know, all kinds of shit going on. They still have to show up. Yeah, they the, also yeah. get paid a lot, and I'm not getting paid anything. The guy I hosted... <laughs> the guy I hosted for all weekend, Ali Sadiq, he has a bit about it on stage. Seven kids. He has seven kids? Seven fucking kids. Well, whose fault is that? <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> no, he takes care of them, but uh, my God, like, that is so... I mean, think about that ridiculous. being on the Why road 50, yeah. 50 weeks of the year and doing it. I mean, you know. 
Yeah, that's a little. Well, I don't know. That's good for him. Everybody, <laughs> everybody. No, I, I don't well, want one. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't completely either. agree. You don't want kids? Fuck no. I don't think I. I don't either. Do I'm you want really, them? I'm really split on the subject. Oh I'm really? Having so much anxiety. I actually have started to do some jokes about it on stage. Yeah. I have so much anxiety about whether or not I want to. Yeah. I, mean, I think I do. In my mind, I do someday. And you probably do. I but never that day felt that feels way. Feels like. It should be in a really long time, but yeah. really, I'm at a point where a lot of my friends are having kids. Yeah, so that's what like, makes oh, me really not want to have them. Right? I've seen the that. Like, this looks like it sucks. Yeah. yeah. The more my friends have kids, the more I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I can see that the only thing that appeals to me about it, though, is like, now that like, I'm in a good relationship and stuff like that, like, it would be kind of, and stuff like that. I don't know why I just said that. Um, it would be a neat experience if you love someone to have yeah. that with them of like this, we're going to create this thing. And mm-hmm. I would love to have like a really like weird kid mm-hmm. that just like reads and is just like, a, I don't know. It'd be like an interesting thing. Watch. You'll have like the popular quarter. Yeah. That'd be awful. Right. Like some Adonis fucking kid. Like, right, I right. Would, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awful. Yeah. But then I, you and Jamie Benetti, I got to tell you, there's a real high probability. Of I that know. Like, yeah. Oh my God. If we had a kid. <laughs> I think it would be so weird. Oh, it would be yeah. so great. Yeah. Or it could be the exact, but stuff like, like it's fun to like, like think about that. But then the reality of it, like, I don't know. And I'm already like in my late thirties and I'm tired. Like, yeah. I don't want to have to do all the it's fucking exhausting. My dad was 40 when yeah. I was born and he didn't have it in him. I mean, yeah. dead serious. I did a lot of my own parenting yeah. in right, some right. respects. Um, but then I have a lot of friends now who are in their forties that are having kids and, for a lot of them it's been really wonderful because they they're they wanted it at that point so they're really they're done doing all the stuff they're doing in their 20s and their 30s so they're just really into being a mom and being and enjoying the moment and all that kind of stuff so i guess i think that if you have a kid though and you're older you just need to have a lot of money so you can hire like a shit ton of help fuck yeah that's that's the key that's the other thing i'm all the celebrities do it yeah that's what i tell my husband i'm like look if we're having kids like we're gonna have the help like, yeah, I would definitely like we're, yeah. that. It's a it's a must have. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's also not healthy when I see a lot of friends of mine who just give like every second to a kid. Yeah. And like, can you get together for lunch? And then they're like, I can do it at 8 a.m. or from 430 to 445 <laughs> because that's when the baby's not asleep or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like that's not healthy. Are your, do your friends have kids? Most of them. Yeah. That's tough, too, because like I don't want to. I feel bad, but I have to. I can only visit with like one of them like once a month. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't want to hang out with you and your stupid kids. I know. And the only way that they'll hang out is like you've got to come over. Yeah. To their it's like house. pretend like you give a shit. Yeah. And, like I kind of do, but not no. Really. It's <laughs> every few months for me because they all have fucking kids. Yeah, so it's right. only if someone's having a birthday and the wife puts together like a surprise party yeah, or something right, like that. Right. And it's an excuse for everybody to see their new huge house and the exurbs and all that and yeah. to get together. I mean, it is fun, but you know, it's like it, that's all. It's it's hard as hell to get them to come out to a yeah. club. But they've been pretty good. They they come every now and again. If I have like a big improv show or something yeah, like right. that, they'll come through. A lot of female comics though don't have kids. Isn't that like? I find that so it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And yeah, well, that like, Ali Wong. Yeah, Ali Wong's made that her whole. Yeah, sort I know. Of thing, she right? has to keep getting knocked up for her specials. Right. I think, and I think she's great. She's, yeah. But why is that like the only one, and so many don't? Yeah. And I feel like I wonder. I worry a lot because I wonder like, the like if I do get pregnant, I wonder what that would look like in the comedy scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's. I don't know how. What the well, I think it looked fine be. because you're married. Right, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be funny, actually. I think it's like a woman. 
being like pregnant doing comedy and then talking about that whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to do my part on the podcast. I'm just going to put the mic up to your stomach once a week and, right, and people let can you talk. Yeah. Biology and <laughs> oh, I think I heard a kick. Yep. But no, I mean, honestly, like for me, it's just a matter of at one point I may have wanted kids when I was like a life egomaniac. Um, a life egomaniac. <laughs> well, like the kind of guy that's like, I gotta carry on the line, oh, you know, like right, a spread right. the seed. Yeah, you just some do sperm Genghis Khan or some shit, you know. Right. But now I just am a comedy egomaniac, so I don't really yeah. need any kid to carry on the legacy. And I would rather spend that extra time I would use being a parent to be an even better comic, or to just be like an uncle for hire, the yeah, kind that uncle like for hire. the, the no, kind that just that. is put on payroll to tell the kids the truth and be like, you know, all that shit your mom told you about, like you know how to handle bullies with like pro-social behavior is really yeah. nice, but I think you're really gonna have to punch that fucker in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. like, no, that's true. My brother has kids now, and that's changed. I, like if he didn't have kids. I don't know. Maybe I'd feel differently, but I get to be an aunt. It's so great. I say aunt. You say aunt. aunt. I feel. I, I say aunt too. Yeah. I used to say aunt. I think I moved on to aunt. To aunt. aunt. Yeah. I think aunt is like a rich aunt. I have a rich aunt, so my aunt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I like doing that. I'm not rich, so one I'm aunt. You, one of your goals is getting to aunt <laughs> yeah. status. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I call my aunt by her first name. Oh really? Mine We're like hates tight. that. I've done that. She doesn't like that. She you, wants to be. She wants to be called. Aunt she'll say, "I never something. had children. This is the only thing I get to be." With, I don't know this whole thing. No, I know what you mean. Ironically, the one that is childless that I don't like. When I call her by her first name, even as an adult, she tries to correct me yeah. like that, and oh, I'm like, really? "You're yeah, the they, one like, that, need that didn't even fucking earn thing. it." Right. You yeah. know, if I should call my good one aunt, <laughs> yeah. who the fuck are you talking about? You. Know? <laughs> yeah, you got to earn that status. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if I had children, I'd do that. One of them I'd refer to as my child, and the one I don't like is just that's Stephen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thought. <laughs> that's Jeff, and there's Stephen. This is my son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's all too common in a lot of families. We got it a is. fucking old guy that lives across the road from us who's super like falling down Does every he have couple snakes? of months yeah. and shit. No snakes. But he had a big snake at one time. Nuh-uh. Was he really? You've had seven. Well, yeah, but I mean, he must have because he, he had seven <laughs> kids. So I mean, he had to have been what some kind hell? of like. I wonder if anyone in my building they should tell you that just like they tell you if like a pedophile lives in your like or like a sex whatever. Yeah, yeah, you can oh, a registry they guy. Let you know if someone has a snake. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I hope they're not. Or some kind of weird building. pet. I think yeah. so. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a lot yeah. of people have like. Lizards and Tell stuff us like if you that. got snakes. Serpentine yeah. offender. Yeah. All right, but this guy. So this guy. No, when I when I said snake, I was actually referring to his. Um. Yeah. Oh, okay. He has seven kids, and oh. yeah, another one with seven kids. And I don't think many of them like him too much because he's kind of all there yeah. by himself right, right. now. And then the times that we've called them to intervene, like your fucking dad's falling down again. You know, mm-hmm. you should really. Oh, okay. Can you deal with it? They're like trying to like. Crawford Was he a big like us. workaholic kind of guy? Maybe I think so, and he's like a big Catholic. So I think uh, that like the uh, procreative thing was more of just like God's imperative yeah, than like right. oh I really want seven fucking kids. Yeah. Right. So, eh. I, I, but it made thing. me think like holy shit! If you have seven kids as a woman, that is like the equivalent of fucking a like. Five years and a couple months pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly. 63 months almost, pregnant. Yeah. That's awful. 
Hmm. Your life. I don't know. I feel like after like three, though, it's like, what difference does it make? Like their body's just like, oh, yeah, we're doing this again. This is what we do. Well, but but for a lot of people, like the more pregnancies you have, like they keep like they get harder as they go. Uh, I've noticed with a lot of friends of mine, like the second pregnancy will be a lot tougher on the mm -hmm. body than the first. So imagine when you get to number seven. (laughs) Your body's got to just be like, forget this. Your clown car vagina. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't even know how a male orgasm's obtainable in something like Some that. Flapping. Yeah, yes. uh, you know. Maybe yeah, they. Get that oh thick. yeah, maybe they like do it in the butt and then quickly put it in the vagina. Oh yeah, that. Whoa. I, I'm sorry, I'm just saying yeah, that's probably no, 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 no. That's that's, that's a true. wild idea. I think that's genius. Are they just find other for anal? <laughs> Not for anal, but, but if in you're seven case, kids in, I think that that is. An although exception. you have given birth that many times, it could affect your bowels as well, couldn't it? Yeah, I think, it, I think so. I mean, no pregnant women eat shit a lot, so like their shits have got to be like a couple. I heard inches sometimes they shit while they're giving birth. Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. true. This is like a lot. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, my uncle's an my OB. Mom gave she, birth to me in like a huge dump at oh the same God. time. No, I'm just kidding. That's awesome. So I, I believe that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually think that could be true. My yeah. uncle's an OBGYN, and I remember because he's like not my biological. But the first time I met him, I was like 16 and hanging with my older cousins or like early 20s, and he's in the other room, and they're just you know swearing up a storm like. We tend to do and all mm. that. And I was kind of mm. like, hey, there's like a grown guy in the other room. We have to. Let, he's like, oh no, he delivers fucking babies. Like he's heard this is oh, nothing. Yeah. Like yeah. he's heard the worst of the worst, of the worst. Oh yeah, I'm sure while women are screaming, and, yeah. like fuck you, like Cliff Huxtable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Speaking of which, I was watching some documentary earlier today about the L.A. riots. 25 years ago and the fallout and everything. What, the Rodney King thing? Yeah, the Rodney King and then the riots and all of that. Yeah, when they burned half of L.A. Wasn't O.J. like around that time? Uh, Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons that O.J. won. Two years later. Uh, But they say that's one of the reasons that O.J. won won the case was because L.A. had been through so much. Right. And because he's innocent. (laughs) 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 Keep that in mind. Right. right. Remember that book, If I Did It? Yeah, so funny. Yeah. That'd be fun to have a book club, and that's, like, the only book. I, like, I would pick that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I guess, like, the Goldman family, or whatever the family was, Goldman. made him mm-hmm. change it so that it was, like, the if part's really small, yeah. and it says, I did it in, like, big letters. That was a Saturday Night Live skit, so they had OJ on doing his football commentator, and they went to, like, the play card with all the X's and O's, yeah. and he's, like, oh, doing yeah. a route, and people like, I, I did it. it. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's right. Oh, my God. I never watched that show anymore. It's been years. It was cool when I didn't have shit to do, like getting yeah, high on Saturday like nights. And then you're comedy. like, yeah, right. know, uh. So yeah. it hasn't been since middle school for me. Sometimes I'll watch like this, the, the internet sketches after the ones that do well and people yeah. share a lot. But I've never sat. I haven't sat and watched the show. I don't really watch really anything. Like, people are selling to all these shows. But ever since I quit 
like smoking pot and stuff i can't do it i can't just like sit there and just zone out i just feel depressed if i watch like one episode after another yeah it's know. like a binge watch thing yeah, it doesn't really feel do like that. an accomplishment it thing. Sucks. like i want to like i'll sit I down feel like and that's do that probably a healthier perspective like to me that's so yeah relaxing. i find it annoying though mm-hmm. see to me it's so relaxing yeah. just to like sit and binge watch yeah. something i think like i'm so just escapist. too i can do that mm-hmm. with someone like i've done that with jamie we watched all the eastbound and down mm-hmm. i love that have you seen yeah that? that's yeah, funny yeah. And that was really fun but by myself i don't know i start to feel like I'll just get like anxious or I'll start like chewing through like packs of gum and like bite off my fingernails. I'll just get like really restless. So I used to chew through so much gum. I still, it's like an eating disordered thing. Yeah. Sometimes, I think but I still do that. Especially like my first like few years after what, well, like deep eating disorder after getting sober. Yeah. I chew. I would go through like I still two, do three packs of gum a day. And it was like an anxiety yeah. mouth addiction thing. I think I've gotten too much better at that because i used to do the same shit but now if i buy a pack of gum i don't even finish it before it like kind of gets soggy and like Nuh-uh. sort of melts oh, and stuff yeah right. it save a lot of money that yeah. and, like i drink so much spark it's i think that alcoholism uh part like it's some of it's just wanting to consume like massive amounts of liquid or For something sure. yeah because i'll For go sure. through seltzer I got one of those like soda stream kind of things mm-hmm. i like it but it's kind of loud like the oh so I feel yeah like yeah, yeah but yeah, I drink like a lot of that. Carbonation. See, I had, to, I had yeah. the same issue because I look had at this. To Even here, I have a diet coke and a sparkling water and a regular water. Yeah, I'm, and a I do. I do a similar <laughs> thing. I actually had to cut back on carbonated drinks for that reason because I would because I just drink so much liquid yeah. in general that I would have so much carbonated drink that I would get like so bloated I would like see it in my fingers. Oh, uh, maybe and that's what's going like, on with me. Cause yeah, I if feel you're like drinking bloated. a lot of bubbles, yeah. that will happen, and then you'll stop doing it for a couple days, and you're like, wow, look at this. Yeah, I don't know if I'm willing to give that up what about smoking cigarettes have you since you quit drinking yeah i stopped that about a year ago i've been on and off with that when i've quit drinking i'd actually been off cigarettes believe it or not Mm. and then i kept that going for about four or five years and then one day i just said i don't know just wanted to do it and did it and then then the next day i'd smoke the whole pack and then i quit again for another year but then i just kept going like you know they say what is it quitting's easy i've done it a hundred times or whatever It's been a struggle. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just love doing it. I, I have know. to it concede I, that. I actually, I didn't, I quit smoking before I got sober. So I didn't smoke a cigarette for like six years or seven years, something like that. And then one day, uh, actually, it was, uh, yeah, it was around the time our friend passed away. But like, I just like wanted to do something like destructive. Mm-hmm. I think that's the appeal for me too, is like, you every you know it's bad. Mm-hmm. You know it's like hurting right. you, but there's something like so like seductive cool about, about that. Killing yeah. yourself, oh. yeah, yeah. It's like the slow suicide. Kind That's of thing. why I never liked vaping. It didn't no, feel I like it was in cool that, enough. If I'm gonna yeah. smoke. I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's something about the fire and the smoke yeah. Itself, yeah. But it, but it's weird feel... though because I also I've noticed now. So I've been smoking occasionally. Like I'll quit and I don't know. I haven't really been like full blown smoking smoking, but like I'll have a cigarette every once in a while. And it kills my sinuses. Like, I've been getting these horrible sinus headache things, mm-hmm. and it's all directly related, which sucks, because part of me just wants to, like, start smoking again, but mm-hmm. it's so uncomfortable that, like, I can't. That's why I had to quit. Yeah, yeah it because sucks. Because I, I, my sinuses forced me to. Yeah. I was smoking a lot right up until I quit smoking, which was, yeah. like, right around when I started dating Josh, so I guess, like, four years ago now. Yeah. And I 
like I just had this like hacking cough. Yeah, I've been getting that too. At night, I like keep coughing. It's so annoying. It I so want to be smoker yeah, yeah, again. Like I'm so trying annoying. to do it. And then I would like smoke through that. Yeah. Because I'd be like, I don't want to quit, but it was so painful, and I would get these headaches like where my eyebrows. Yeah, are. exactly. It's right so here. So and painful. I get them in here. But and the now weird I smoke one. Yeah. And I feel like that, so I yeah. just can't smoke anymore. It's so sad. All right, I'm getting to that acceptance. I need to get to that acceptance point because there's also the weird thing. I think this is true of most addictions where your sinuses are killing you. And then part of me is like, well, I want to just smoke a cigarette. Like it's going to somehow make it better. Right. Which right. in the moment, sometimes it does. And then it's like a gazillion times worse. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Oh, it, no, even so just <laughs> even the, fe- the feeling I get after I do something I know I'm not supposed to yeah. do is bad enough now where I'm like, eh, I'm just not yeah, going to do it. Right. Like, this is going to suck. I want it, right. but I don't want it. This is silly. Well, no I feel one like that's what age anymore. brings. Like, yeah. Kind, yeah. like, you start to really realize, like, the consequence isn't worth it. Because no. the consequences feel that much shittier. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, forget it. I don't need to be in pain all day tomorrow. Don't get me wrong. I still fuck up from time to time. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. But no one smokes anymore. So it's actually kind of hard to, if you want to bum a cigarette. Yesterday, after my set here, I went outside and I went to smoke a cigarette. There was no one. Anywhere. Really? Yeah. They're all vaping or what? Yeah, yeah, they just don't. I mean, people got the memo or they just like... It's also, I think, uh, you can't smoke anywhere. There's like signs outside of buildings saying that you can't smoke near this oh, building. Oh, within like a hundred yeah. feet? Yeah, just like mm-hmm. wandering around the street trying to find a spot where you can smoke. Ugh. I also feel like that's part of the reason I quit too is like yeah, here it's in inconvenient. it's so hard to smoke. Yeah, it's not. Whereas like in Mexico City, it's just like smoke in the office. No, Petey, do you have yeah. any cigarettes? Totally I'm fine. <laughs> well, that I did quit once in Spain for a good year because I knew if I could quit there, I could do it anywhere. Oh, that's that's a hard Europe. What were you hard. doing there? Mm-hmm. Like studying I was abroad studying thing? abroad for the whole year. So, like, you know, I smoked a lot at first. Did and then you meet I... Elena's mom? Is it your mom or your dad? Both yes, I met both yeah. of them. Yep. He has actually met Oh, really? Parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a comedy show. A couple times, actually, oh, now. Cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Did you stay in the city, like, where your family's from? No, no, he met them here uh, in D.C. But I know, he... but back oh, whenever you... I stayed in Sevilla, so oh, no. My, my parents They're are from Madrid. Madrid. Oh, that's cool. I have been there. But, I mean, you know, like, they smoke in the universities and the lecture yeah. halls like oh, it's nice. no big fucking yeah. deal um but yeah so i always kept that with me if i could quit there i could quit any fucking place yeah. it's just a matter of me wanting to do it totally. and that's the hard part yeah i want to stay I stopped so when I, do. I was little you could smoke in our mall yeah i can remember like seeing wow. people like smoking i mean i was really little but yeah i was watching midnight run the other day that old de niro film if it's like 89 hilarious movie but i don't know that oh it's great it's about him playing like a retired cop turned bounty hunter Uh because he was like a clean cop and his whole department was corrupt it's a comedy oh really yeah it sounds like a drama but then and you think robert de niro yeah de niro other than meet the parents you think yeah oh no this is slept on and he's funny as shit in it and charles groden plays a philanthropist yeah Yeah. that stole like millions from the mafia Uh and then donated it to charity and then so he's got to turn him into the government but then the mob's after him and it's dennis farina's the mob boss oh he's great fucking uh the guy from snatch you know the one sit th- shut up and sit down you oh, fat okay. ball fuck that yeah. guy oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. um so anyway they're smoking on planes 
Yeah. And you could do that then. They had like a no smoking section on the plane, which is so ludicrous when you think about it. I remember that it. actually, like, like flying around in Spain when I was little, that there was like the section at the back where you could smoke and they had little ashtrays. Mm-hmm. Wow. In the, in the arm of the seat. It's fucking crazy, That's man. It's so nuts. I actually got a movie from the library yesterday um, that it's Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. It's like from the, I think, probably the. 80s or early 90s and Robert De Niro plays like the Frankenstein character. Really? I never have you ever heard of that? Sure. He's you know, he's like one of my favorite actors and I know it's a cliche. I saw him when I lived in New York. I walked out of my apartment one day and I turned and he was it was a Halloween and he was standing there and I just like went and he just kind of like smiled and like nodded. I didn't like go up to him or anything. And he works so hard. He takes the craft so serious. I mean, it's a shame that his last several pictures or whatever have been kind of blah. But like in the 80s and 90s, 70s. Yeah, I think it was just to make money. Yeah, he has like a million. Doesn't he have like a bunch of kids? I think he does. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple ex-wives. Probably something to do, too. It's something to do. But, you know, he was like such a serious method actor. So like with Kate fear he put on like 40 pounds of muscle by Mm -hmm. just eating vegetables doing like 600 dips a day just to get that like big jacked prison physique Mm -hmm. but then for raging bull he had the boxer physique but then at the end when he got fat he fucking went to italy and ate nothing but like you know mortadelle for like a whole How month just to be the that? fat guy. So yeah, hard on he your got body. sick, and then he had to stop. Or Scorsese yeah. made him stop doing it, or some kind of shit. But uh, yeah, he's no joke. Yeah, method acting is hard on the brain too. Like if yeah. you're doing that for years and years, and like becoming different people, yep. a lot of which are mentally unstable. Like that's <laughs> oh, very that's really hard on your psyche, on your body. Sure, yeah, because you start going places. And it's hard sometimes to get out and remember mm-hmm. that that's not who you are. And you're like, who am I really? Yeah. Well, yesterday and so I, s- I feel like now he's just like, I just want to chill and do like shitty comedies where I don't have to dive yeah. deep into these things. Like maybe he just wants a break. Maybe that's right. I tried doing a joke about how Cape Fear, I watched the prequel to Meet the Parents. And I started talking about Cape Fear. It, <laughs> 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 it didn't ever work. I don't know if people knew what I was talking about, but. I went as him one year for Halloween, Cape Fear, for oh, Max God. Katie. That's horrible. It was oh, great. Wow. I fucking had the sailor's cap, the Hawaiian shirt, vengeance is mine with the biblical numerology <laughs> on my arms and magic marker and shit. It was tight. Awesome. Only that, one person got it, though. That method thing, yesterday I saw Emo Phillips was here, uh-huh. and it was really cool, but... I assume like that's like his character. He just like because he, he doesn't talk like that. He's just, have you met him at all? I have. Is he just kind of like talks like a normal person? Um, He's like how do you like he has that kind of like yeah. I don't remember him being of oh, that's not my you know that much effect or of an affect or yeah. put on or anything when I met he him. He was great. Yeah, I like that. I like whenever comedians like actually do. Some kind of a thing. I was talking to Petey about this earlier. Like, right. you have a thing. You have a thing. It's not just, like, this just standing there delivering the jokes. And I don't know. Like, you need to – you don't necessarily have to put on, like, a voice and stuff like that. But I like when the comics are, like, more entertaining or they yeah. have some kind of a thing where the person themselves is They got to have a persona. I yeah. tell a lot yeah. of young comics that because I think a lot of them are lacking that. They just think, oh, it's fine to just set up punch, set up punch. Or it's, punch. like, to be kind of cool and stuff. And I, like, don't really care for that. Well, yeah. I think it's the only way to stand out and really make it. Like, I used to work for MTV News right after I graduated college. And uh-huh. it would make me go see a lot of bands, a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And did Chris Hardwick like try and um, he, make a move and me he, too? He you? was in he was in New York, uh-huh. so no. But <laughs> but we <laughs> all know he would have. Yeah, yeah, of course, obviously. <laughs> I kind of um, liked when that thing came out. That's kind of fucked up, but because he just seems so like, hey, like everything's yeah. end, and he's just so. And then it was, you know, what I'm talking Wait, about. Wait, which thing? Uh, the the first Hardwick? thing, or when he got exonerated? Oh, I don't know. Well, oh, oh really? he, yeah, he. They kind of just they did the investigation and they said uh, of we didn't he's married find to, like, him. Lydia Hurst, right, who, and like, they, they conducted owned, like, the world. that yeah. investigation or whatever. That's what's being uh. alleged. Who knows, but whatever, so he's off the hook. So you liked when he got called out. Yeah, okay. kind of blows them TV. No, thing. what I'm just I mean, saying is that's kind of fucked up, I swear it did. Back to the sort of persona thing <laughs> yeah. is that I would see so many bands, and at the end of the day, like, it was just about who stood out. Like, I remember yeah. I saw Santi Gold, like, very early on. I don't know who that is. Small. Oh, yeah. She's a rapper, sort of like pop artist, but she was so different. And she's kind of like MIA. Like, yeah. they came out around the same time. And I remember seeing her, and I was like, wow, this is so refreshing. Like, it's so different mm. than, like, at the time, it was all these, like, Vampire Weekend-type bands mm-hmm. with just, like, guys in, like, those flannel shirts mm. singing sort of, like, emo-ish songs. Oh, yeah, we and just you need, see, we like, need more of that. Yeah, and when you <laughs> see, like, five of those a night, you're just like, just give me anything that's yeah. different. And I feel like comedy is the same thing. Like, so much of it is just being memorable and being different. Yeah. So having a persona is so important. Yeah. It kind of helps being a girl, though, like, when it's, like, guy, 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 yeah, guy. Yeah. And, like, you get their attention just by being being a female for a yeah. second and then they can like turn on you right away if you don't like handle the beginning yeah right? yeah not even right you can walk on stage and you I have like to like put yourself i think it's true of most comedians or you, you need to say something somewhat self-deprecating or something to, yeah. Like, yeah. Them over. yeah absolutely yeah i think a little of that's true i definitely have my share of that and a couple people in the audience this weekend remembered me from three years ago oh no that's way. cool yeah Including awesome. the headliner. Are you like, psycho? What the hell? Get away from me. No, they're that. like, no, I respect your comedy, man. Let me use it at the Baltimore Comedy Factory. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. 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 They sound like so nice gentlemen. Yeah, they were. They were very nice. I mean, the thing about Magoobies, Magoobies is such a great club. Oh, that'd be neat. Have they, you ever performed there? I haven't. Have you performed? No. No. The thing is, so you have all these announcements to make in mm. addition to your set because it's like you have to be like, oh, there's comment cards on the table, fill out your email address, you get discounted tickets, chance to win free tickets. If you got a business card, your office could win free tickets in a drawing. Yeah, there's a oh, lot of stuff hard. to remember. It yeah. is kind of hard. And but that's how they do, and they're like, oh, here's an exit pass so you can prove you paid, and it's good for a half-price ticket to the next show, plus a half-price drink at the Saloon next door, which has actually been an effective business model, but it feels like the Joseph Banks of fucking comedy clubs, yeah, you know? They're right. just, like, giving away tickets, tickets, yeah. tickets, right. 10 free suits, you know? Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. To, I never performed there, but I was cast in some the... That Andrew, what's it, uh, the guy that owns it? And Andrew his Unger? brother, Mark. Know, Mark, yeah. yeah. He put out like a show that was called The Brothers Nobody. And mm-hmm. It was supposed to be like about, it's, it is about them, like two brothers that one's a comedian, one runs a comedy club, and they're like little like squabbles and stuff. And I was in it and I played a comedian. So I got to like go on stage. I mean, I had like a brief thing. But sure. it's kind of cool. I got to like be on the stage at Magoobies and there were like extras. But I had to be bombing. So that was. Wasn't really that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Came naturally. Yeah. Actually, what I asked them, I had to say that the line they gave me, and then I asked them if I could do some of my own material. And it was kind of neat. You can hear me. They go to a different scene. You hear me in the background. I was doing like edgy 
kind of stuff, which is kind of cool. But I was making the audience laugh, and they weren't supposed to. Oh. Spo- but it made me feel really good. Like, oh, You're nice. like, oh, I can't bomb. I'm yeah. allergic to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like, cut, cut, cut. Yeah. That's, have you done any kind of, like, acting thing? That's Oh, you're doing all the sketch stuff. Yeah. Which yeah. I once, I, I talked to her last night about writing a sketch. I felt so, like, excited now to, like, do that. Oh, you should. It, it's I mean, nice to do more than just stand-up. Like, yeah, girl. it's a really fun outlet. Petey was in yeah. my last one. We've, we've got almost... Seven and a half thousand views now. Bong, bong, bong. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. awesome! That's cool. I haven't really been on the book like that. Has there been good comments though, or is it? Uh, just been like yeah, we have some comments. We have twenty shares right now. Okay. Which I mean, listen, we're building Zach and I, the guys, the mm-hmm. guy who I partner on these with. We just started a page, and we've done maybe three or four. Do you have mm-hmm. a name for your? Yeah, like, it's called Human Factor Comedy. Oh, for everybody that's cool. listening, it's our page of all the different sketches that we've done. So now we've got, like, between the two of us, we've got, like, I think five or six videos on there. Oh, that's great. I'll have to watch them. three that we've done together. And then four that we've done together. And they've been doing... Each one does better than the last. You know, our last one got 11,000 views. I don't know how many shares. So, like, shares are really what makes the difference. So Mm -hmm. 20 might not sound like a lot, but for us, it's more than we've gotten. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. And yesterday was the first time I got a comment and a share from someone who didn't know any of us. Okay. So, like, usually it's somebody who you see a friend in common was either you or Sammy or somebody, but... Now it's starting to reach people that have nothing to do. Oh, that's cool. That's great. Any of that, I'll have to sit awesome. down. I'll have to actually go. You have a website that has them all on it. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Because when people post stuff on Facebook, I'm always like, I don't. Facebook makes me feel bad. So I just kind of like mm-hmm. want to get off there. So right, I'll like, right. no, like come back to this. And then. Well, let me tell you, speaking of which, I've been kind of detoxing. Now, I regret it. I kind of had a <laughs> slip this weekend I because that. I just had to announce that I was doing my goobies, you know. Yeah. And. Then after the fact, I was like, I didn't really need to announce this because, like, only a couple people came because I was there. Everybody else was like, whatever. And I didn't need to announce it. Or, sorry, I didn't need Facebook to get the gig. So I was like, I could do without it. But whenever I'm off Facebook for a few weeks, I notice a difference in my brain chemistry. I feel better. I feel like, oh, my God, I'm making my own opinions. you're focused on your own. Yeah, exactly. You're in your own life instead of looking at what other people are. The only thing that's tricky is the promoting, like... I f- yeah. I don't know. I try and use Facebook if I have like a joke or something, and I think that's actually helped me. I got booked on a show because of that before, because that's the only way the booker would have known me is through mm-hmm. like I mean, that. Your Facebook is hilarious. Oh, nice. I mean, you post a <laughs> lot. Like great. you use it, you oh, use it for the right reasons. I but mean, I don't, don't want to use personal, you know, any of that stuff. And I'm not yeah. friends with like anybody that I knew from high school. I'm not friends with any of my family. Cause can right. you imagine if they read that stuff. <laughs> One time, my brother actually told me, he's like, you know that your Facebook, that people can see some of what you write because I put it on public. Right. I was like, I guess. Yeah, it's fine. And he was basically just getting at his nieces would be able to read some of these jokes oh. about my cat, John Bonet being bludgeoned to death in the basement <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> so then I said, but then I get annoyed. Like, it, uh, these people that go on to be successful comedians that have darker material, I mean, they kind of just have to, like... Do you gotta like, own it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean like they I don't you. have to look at that, but yeah, it's like I, I told bad, you after so I, I saw Anthony Jeselnik, I was like, Nicole is oh, right have you up seen him? Alley. I would love to see him. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic. He's good. Funny. Yeah, super funny, and he reminded me a lot of you. Oh, that's and cool. I feel like with you, I mean, it's like even more shot because it's coming from a girl, and it's yeah, like it's, he doesn't seem depressed though. No, no, no. His it's more like this. Like he's like a sociopath. Yeah, it's like a psycho. Yeah. 
sort of I like thing. that. But That's a cool persona. He's done interviews where he says, like, in the beginning, how, you know, it was really hard. Because saying that stuff when you've got no <laughs> He's name so good. You, yeah. yeah. People get crazy. Yeah, yeah. they get I weird. imagine with some of the stuff you see, people get weird. But, like, it's too funny. Yeah. To not, you just have to own it. It's like Sammy. Yeah, Sammy's yeah. very much like that. Yeah. No name, but just comes in there and he's talking about, like, twin abortions or something. Yeah. You know, he's just no joke. We were talking about last night after draft, we were talking about um, or the show uh, 9-11 jokes. And mm-hmm. somebody was saying, we should have, like, a 9-11 show. That yeah. is the worst idea. That is such poor taste. I think it's actually kind of funny. He on told me that too. Yeah, yeah. like, let's do a 9-11 show on 9-11. <laughs> I'm like, the people that are going to come to that are craving oh, God. that I don't kind know. of humor. And, it's, I, and, and I like, like, but I... You just got to market it as, like, this is the way to heal yeah. is through comedy. The and it's dark been long show. enough. It oh, is a gosh. dark show. But I think it's been long enough where, like, it does heal. That is that, that one yeah. too soon. I mean, that one it can take a while, but like I know that um, like Jamie will do a joke uh, where Christopher Reeve is mentioned yeah. like, too soon. Yeah. I think that was like twenty thirty years ago. that's okay. My thing on too soon is like you know if I don't do it, some other fuck might, and then it's too late for me. Yeah, you know uh, if I'm gonna be a piece of shit, I should be an opportunistic piece of shit. I like that. Right. right? Exactly. I don't know. I mean, the fact of the matter is, I think you can find it as long as you've got an audience that is willing to receive it. But some people, yeah, like with the Las Vegas shooting, I had a post where I said, like, I see, I told you, honkies, about the dangers of country music. Right? Yeah, yeah, that funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. But that's also kind of like a racial joke, too, because it's like, you know, any time there's like a rap killing, people are like, see, this is the values that the blacks are putting into our American totally. fabric yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's like, well, hey, take another look, Jack. Off. I like when people will do that. That's I like Anthony Jeselnik for that that he's yeah. willing to make that like really dark joke because I mean oh, that stuff's awful but, mm, you have to be unapologetic do? if yeah. that's going to be your brand yeah, yeah. I don't want it to be my whole brand, but like brand. Oh god, I just like threw up in my mouth. Okay, yeah. you're sorry. That's what you have to. <laughs> no, you gotta call it okay. that now. Yeah, yeah. I only, I used to hate that term too, especially when people were in their first year and be like, "My brand." Oh like, god, okay that you've insulted you two tickets. I mean, yeah. what were you in like a black fraternity? What fucking brand you're talking about? You know, um, it's a good brand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's time you switch brands. <laughs> Um, What's your brand, Petey? You know, I think it's... Yeah, you definitely do. There's no one like you. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's the brand, to be honest. Because I like to be able to do something different here or something different there. I might splash in like a really dark joke, but then I have some stuff that might be light. It could be socially conscious or totally fucking destructive. Whatever's funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You, You are like... Pretty much yourself on stage, aren't you? I yeah, mean, it's a little heightened for like it's heightened somewhat. Biz, but yeah, you gotta exaggerate. It's a show business, you know. But at the same time, um, yeah, this is generally who I am. Because I am finding I'm at a point. I mean, I would do these like somehow it would come out. I think in the beginning because I was nervous, I would be kind of like cute, like with my jokes. Mm-hmm. So it sort of worked well to be telling this, saying really dark shit with this kind of like. <laughs> thing and then it turned into like me being somewhat psychotic with like my laugh and stuff and now I sometimes just get tired and I, I am becoming more and more like I want to do my darker jokes in my own voice like right. it starts to be yeah. exhausting 
to kind of put on that like and i think it's inevitable you just get there like you do comedy long enough and you start to become whether it's like i made a comment on something that happened in the audience and that's coming from me it's not coming from like a character mm-hmm. right but it's kind of nice if you do like a persona you can just like hide behind that and be like an awful person yeah yes yeah. you know you kind of yeah. do, or well, it's you though. It's, it's just me. like a more confident that, like, yeah, I mean, you're not like laid back, which no. wouldn't be entertaining. No, just be and like, I'm not. Yeah, sup, and sup, I feel like DC. deep, yeah, deep down, I'm not really a laid back person. I'm like definitely, yeah, extremely I'm definitely not either. And there's just like a lot of cray. But, so I think I bring as much of that to stage as I'm I chill. as I can. But I still struggle with that, like figuring out yeah. what to be on stage. And I t- I play a lot with the, with like what I wear. I've just noticed like such different reactions if I wear like a cute dress. Yeah, I've been a doing hoodie. lately. I've just so, been like, wearing I a t-shirt. Experiment a lot stuff. with that too. Yeah, like, and I feel like that affects also my persona on stage a lot. I can see that. Yeah, I'm pretty laid back. No, so I'm really not. But people, when I've been in a relationship, well, my relationship now, but the, I, they'll think that I'm like kind of like chill or something because mm. I don't. I'm like apathetic a lot of the time, right. and then they date me and find out I'm not. Right, which is what happens when you're in a relationship. They're yeah, like, oh, yeah. Shit, well, that's who is what this like psychotic person? I feel like that's <laughs> what us girls do in relationships. That's true. Though, we like, lure you in with like, our oh, so how cute. laid back, <laughs> and I love to listen to you. And then it's just like just the like crying meltdowns yeah. and screaming right. fits. Like right. the cray, just slow. You just kind of slow. Like first, it's and like you, you send know. those long texts, like PD got. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Whatever I have a couple from you ladies. Are you dating no, I'm kidding. Right now, well, sort of. I've got one gal way out in the old west that comes oh, into you, town yeah. from time still, to time. That's been going on a yeah, while. Right? Yeah, still has. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. If she was here, she'd be the one. Aw. But Aww, that's you know, really cool. Where is she? Uh way out there in what the fuck is the name of the city? It's one of the sands. I mean, there's like you what, know, in Bernardino. Yeah, it's okay. in California. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Have you gone out there? Uh, I need to do that. I've been yeah, go- I've been shirking my my macking duties. And where uh, is where is that? What part of California is that? Um, it's more NorCal. Okay. I forget the so name like of the San city Jose right now. Yeah, like that. That, I think that's the one. Yeah, so you could go and do stand up around like San Francisco and stuff. Like, are you not that? Yeah, as a visit, I'm, I'm, That'd I'm, be cool, I'm not going to move out there or anything. Well, yeah, PD's know. made it very clear that he is not leaving Washington. Yeah, I, I I love it here. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I I'm, wish I did. I don't. I'm. I mean, I'm all right with. That. I just feel like I'm kind of exhausted. Like, I just want to try new horizons. No, I have that impulse, but you know, every time I go places and I love Cali, but after yeah. like three weeks, I get kind of like antsy and I wonder, I wonder if that's what, what happened to me. You here. lived there for I a while. I lived there for right? a long time. I mean, I, I have had such culture shock living here. Yeah. After that was my only experience in the United States forever. And being here, I'm like, Oh, California is its own thing. Yeah. And oh, here we have to be upset all the time. Yeah, well, it's just so different. And like, I realized how similar LA is to Mexico City. Like being here, I'm like, oh, those two, because I like went between the two for years and years. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, those two have so much in common. There's also so many Mexicans. You're saying in that LA. we're not like Mexico City here? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> like here, if you're if you're ten minutes late, people go crazy. Yeah, no, that is like weird. all that. I mean, it's just it's a very uptight. But when people I say agree. they're going to do things, they really mean it. Where I come from, when people say they're going to do things, it could mean anything. You know what's fun about DC? Postmodern. Yeah, yeah. It could be. You have to try <laughs> it's this. Your interpretation no. of whether or not they're going to do what they say they're going to do. Uh-huh. Whenever you're out and about in DC, like you're walking to a show or whatever you're doing, it's really fun to look at all the people and imagine that they all really have to take a shit. 
every <laughs> single one of them looks like it. I've done that with Jamie. We'll walk down the road. They're always like, they have this like, their ass's cheeks are kind of tight and yeah. they're walking like really fast and they're suit and they're really uncomfortable. And yeah. Everybody just looks uncomfortable and like they have well, to go to the bathroom. Well, and the clothes on the girls, like I'm not trying to hate female and female, but just. Shout out to Ann Taylor Law. Yeah, yeah. Ann Taylor Law. 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 Ann and I was wearing ripped jeans. Mm. People were looking at me like I was a zoo. <laughs> like when I was walking through there and it was like these really ripped boyfriend mm-hmm. jeans, which, you know, in L.A. are like yeah. everybody. Like it, right now, like the more fucked up your jeans look, the better. And I was just walking. People looked at me like, is this girl homeless? Like what is going on? Mm-hmm. She doesn't have khakis on. I don't understand. How much more fucked up can your jeans? Maybe they'll do jeans with like blood stains on them. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if you go to L.A. right now, it's like the, the grossest jeans, like literally the grossest mom jeans that you can imagine. That oh, literally look funny. like they're about to just like absolutely fall apart. That's what's in right now. Oh, my. Like well, what's also in right now oh, hey. are some great dates coming up at the D.C. Draft House. Yeah. Tell us about them. August 8th this Wednesday, we have Starstruck Comedy Presents Draft Day at 7 p.m. Thursday right. the 9th, there is nothing. Friday. There is Ahmed Barucha from Comedy Central, Conan, and Comedy Meltdown at Draft House Comedy, both shows 7 and 9 p.m., as well as the Haywood Turnipseed Jr. Attack at a Comics Comedy Show, one of my favorites at 10.45. Saturday night, or Saturday day, I should say, we have The Magic of D.C. at 4.30 p.m. What's that? Yeah, that's a good question. Let's take a look. Because it says buy tickets. It's great that I hadn't really. I don't think I'd gone to a show other than people like the shows that we know from friends. Okay, came on. so it's it three mind-blowing cool performances in one magical night by Braden Carlisle, a comedy magician. Okay. Christoph Jelinski, a recipient of the coveted DC Magician of the Year. Well, so these are all magicians, I guess. Okay. Tommy Halliday, also magic. Oh, so the magic of DC. Hey, hey it's actually all fucking right, magic. Right. I thought it was like a wine tasting or something. <laughs> but anyway, that's going to be good. And then Ahmed Barucha, again, 7 and 9. And three guys on, open mic, 10.45 p.m. Sunday, there is nada, but... Next installment of Counter Currents exactly. episode thirteen. This, will be this is recording. great. This is fun. This is fantastic. Thank you for, for coming on. Yeah. Oh, anytime. This people has been listening a blast. go to DC Draft House. The shows are really. I was blown away. The show was so great here that I went to, and the our, the mic afterwards is really good. That's cool mm-hmm. when people stick around for that. Yeah, oh yeah. Seem happy with that. Well, we want to thank Nicole. Walko, Walko, yes, for coming in to guest with us today. And where could people get at you for? I have no idea. I haven't no. established any of that. Okay, all right. Well, you, you can I'm look on, you up Twitter. on Twitter. Oh, I Facebook. Mean, Facebook. Oh yeah, uh, Nikki Showbiz Twitter, right? Yeah, I don't do that on my Facebook. Do you accept? It? Oh, people can just follow you on Facebook, right, without you being their friends. And I think. Well, it depends how how much you have it blocked up. And oh uh, yeah, how I you don't. Do that. Other than a couple of them, because so my yeah. brother scared me into my nieces reading about oh. these horrible things. So Very people good. should follow. Yeah. Nicole on Facebook. It's super funny. Yeah, or Twitter. I find it extremely entertaining. Mm-hmm. Nikki Show. What is it? Nikki Showbiz. At Nicole Walker at Nikki Showbiz. There it is. And yeah. Steelborn DC Instagram and Blue Steel DC Twitter. Oh, I That's like the those. new account yeah. now that I've been banned <laughs> yeah, once. Great. He's back on. <laughs> and uh, Facebook, I'm I'm detoxing. So or just come by the draft house. Come meet yeah. me, and I'll yeah. you know I'll buy you a coke. 
Yeah. And then you can find me on Instagram as Elena Blondita. Facebook, you can just look me up, Elena Torres. And if you want to see all these sketches we're talking about, go to Human Factor Comedy. It's also on my Facebook, too. You can find them. And then Twitter, it's just Elena Torres. Check us out. All right. Peace. Later. <laughs>